So just because your family may have uh, died or been affected by heart disease or chronic disease, you can absolutely work around that. The problem is we don't know quite why they did. What we're trying to do is get under the surface and figure out why that might be the case. And then you truly can take action around that. Hello, greetings, good day, wherever you are in this gorgeous world. Thank you so much for joining True Hope Cast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. My name is Simon, and I'm going to be your host. And today we're going to be talking with the CEO and president of DNA Power, Dr. Lois Nahani. Now, Dr. Lois Nahani is revolutionizing preventative healthcare by empowering people to make smarter diet, fitness, and health decisions based on their unique genetic makeup. We are going to discuss how the revolutionary new world of DNA information can provide unique and personalized insights into your everyday health to help you take targeted action to live a happier, healthier life. And to give you an idea of how this testing process works, we're going to be going through my own personal DNA test results. Make sure you listen to the end because we've got a little promotion so you can get some discounts on this test service. Enjoy the show. Okay. Hi, Lois. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us today. How are you doing? I am great, Simon. Thanks so much for having me on. Awesome. Now I'm excited to get into some really interesting um, parts of your work. So let's kick off with some, some background information. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey into preventative healthcare? Yeah, thanks. Well, um, Simon, I actually come from the business side. So I was in corporate business for most of my career. Um, I traveled around the world, super busy, mother of uh, adopted identical twins, and so kept a pretty busy lifestyle. Then in my 40s, I started to get sick and I was getting, I was exhausted. It didn't matter what I did. I couldn't seem to get my energy back. I had something called restless leg syndrome where things vibrate at night and normally it always slept so well. And so that was alarming. I had very difficult periods and uh, so that was creating anemia for me. And probably the thing that worried me most was I couldn't get a full breath. I really struggled to breathe. And um, so, you know, I had, you have to carve out the time to go to doctors. So I went to um, asthma specialists, respirologists, um, oncologists. I did a full body MRI thinking maybe I had cancer because we just couldn't find anything wrong. And this went on for four years and culminated with me uh, going to the doctor, just exhausted and discovering I had a zero iron count in my body being admitted to hospital and two days on blood transfusions with my husband out of town and a babysitter at home with my kids. Um, so it was, it was just, that was a huge wake up call for me to say this, like, this is, this can't go on. And, and yet I had tried to find solutions and couldn't find any solutions. As I was recovering, uh, I ended up at my grandmother's uh, 85th birthday and I had a cousin who had gotten into DNA testing and ended up doing a DNA test for, to support her business and to learn about my adopted twins. And it was around preventative health and foods and how you can you know, just learn more about your unique body. And when I got the results back, expecting to learn about my twins, I discovered I have genetic weaknesses related to vitamin Bs. Seems pretty simple. I thought, well, that's curious because at different times when I'd traveled, I'd taken a lot of vitamins and seemed to feel better and could breathe better, but I didn't believe in vitamins, never took them. 
uh, in general. And um, so I thought, well, I'm going to try that. And I just started taking vitamin Bs every day. And within two to four weeks, all of these symptoms that I had fought with for four years that landed me in hospital had gone away. And I couldn't believe that it was as simple as my body was vitamin and nutrient deficient and I needed just that extra support, almost like my, my pharmaceutical of choice is vitamins. That's what I need to be healthy. And, and let me just say, I'm a big believer in there is natural medicine and answer for everything. Um, and, and I have been healthy ever since. And I thought if it's that easy to solve all these health problems, all the time I'd spent in the medical system where not one person suggested nutrition, and here suddenly all of those separate things that I'd been sent to different doctors for were just all connected, that my body couldn't get enough vitamin B to process the iron, to process the oxygen, and here there was a, it was that simple for me. Now it's not that simple for everybody, but I couldn't believe that that was the case. And I got involved with the, uh, the DNA startup company and ended up, ended up buying the company and taking it over because <laughs> I was just such a believer. So I left my, my corporate and business behind. I had studied health uh, and I have just been an absolute researcher and student of natural health ever since. And I know I am living healthier and will live longer than I ever would have without having made that change. So huge believer in vitamins and what True Hope is doing because it truly, I've seen it change my life and the lives of so many of our clients. That's wonderful. And it's so, I always find it so exhilarating when somebody shares that type of story about a big change in their life, because those people now, like, you know, where you are and you're, you know, you're clearly super passionate. I can hear you, I can feel you vibrating about, about this story. And it's usually somebody going through a personal experience, you know, like four years of trying to figure out what on earth is going on and then finding, you know, some, some really significant answers in a place that you probably didn't expect it. And then that just turns everything upside down and it puts your whole life on this different trajectory. And I, I just always find that super interesting. And the, the idea that, you know, you spent four years going to separate specialists that kind of focus on like one area of, of the body. And there's obviously a place and time for all of those things, but when you started to investigate your own specific unique genetic components that's when you can actually get so much more specific and kind of find those somewhat maybe hidden answers that you're looking for that's so true uh exactly simon so what is so interesting for us about dna is that we're getting to your basic blueprint so what is the blueprint you were born with and we know, we all know we're born with different genetics. So what was the collection of genetics that you received? And then which of those might be the root cause for some of the issues that um, are showing up in your life or could show up in your life? So our body wants to be healthy. And so our body will do whatever it has to to try to maintain that health. But as we age in particular, it starts getting a little bit harder and harder. <laughs> and so more and more things pop up. And that's because our DNA is our base code, but it's impacted, so that's our genetics, but our life is impacted by our epigenetics. And epigenetics is basically, it's your lifestyle. And so it's the things I see in your blogs, which I love, Simon. I mean, you talked about, you know, what are some of the basic things that support health? And it's things like uh, food, water, and sleep. 
And it's things like, you know, movement and music. I, I, I just love the things that you were bringing in in, in, your, uh, in your writing. Um, so our body is impacted absolutely by uh, food, exercise, sleep, stress, toxins, um, uh, and the environment around us. And so when those get out of balance or when we aren't doing those in alignment with our genetics, that's where we'll start to see problems. And so what's great about learning your DNA is you can find out in your blueprint and your roadmap, where are your potholes? And if you know where you've got a pothole, like just stop driving into it, go around it, skip that spot. But the, and the benefit is you don't have to bypass the entire road. You don't, you know, it's so hard in this world we're living in to do everything right and to just eat clean and healthy. What we can do is kind of shortcut a few things and go, okay, here, you know, Simon, and I've got your DNA. I actually know where your <laughs> potholes are. <laughs> we'll review those later. But I can say, here's your pothole, Simon. These are the ones you should avoid because that will help you to stay healthier. That's really cool. I would, I've got a question in regards to what do you say when somebody says to you, oh, it's, it's just my genetics. I can't help it. It's got, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just the way it is. You know, my, my mom had it or my dad had it and my grandpa had it. You know, what, what do you say to somebody like that? Because I think that we have very, we have a strong misunderstanding about what our genetics mean and especially what our epigenetics mean and that kind of like that dark matter of our DNA. Um, can you maybe talk a little bit about like, maybe give us some foundational, a foundational understanding of what DNA is and then the epigenetic connection so i think a lot of people have probably heard that word but you know it gets a little bit sciencey for some people and i know some of our listeners are probably very aware of what we're talking about but if for those people who, are, who aren't quite with us you think you give us like a little bit of a 101 sure for sure oh this is and i love this so you know what's interesting is that you know we all know we're made up of dna we all learned that in grade nine science um and we understand it but we don't know a lot about it and when they sequenced the genome in, um, they started in 1993, in the 2000s it came out, we've learned, like the curve on genetics is, in our learning has been like this. And so now this information, instead of costing three billion, it costs us like a few hundred dollars now to know our own genetics. And our genetics, just like you have different hair color and eye color than, than I do, our genetics came from different parts of the world and we inherited different genes for the areas that we lived in. And so, for example, those who came from Northern Europe have better genes for you know, meat and dairy versus my kids who come from Asia um, don't have the alcohol and lactose genes. And so there's, we inherit that and what you wanna be able to do is work with it. So to your point about, um, and we can look those up. So there's actually letters that change in the code. And so that's what we're testing for. When we go in, I test for about 200 plus specific areas related to preventative health. So what we focus on is the genes you can do something about. Because when you know that code and you focus on the genes that you can respond to, like food, and which foods are right for your body, that triggers your genes to respond, all of them, to behave well. Once you start going against your body and, and you know, do, making unhealthy choices or things that don't align with your DNA, the poor genes start to present themselves because they've got nothing to support them to keep them suppressed. 
It's a little bit like a, a, a light switch. You can some flip on and off or a dimmer switch, which goes up and down. Your, your epigenetics, your lifestyle affects how those genes will express themselves. And so if you are going against your DNA, suddenly that, that light will switch will go on and says, oh, I need to present some disease or some issue because there's too many, there's too many bad things coming at me and I need to find a way to stop this. And so once you get back into that homeostasis or that balance for your body, everything settles down. And so the great thing is, again, when you worry about, oh, my dad had it, my grandparents, they all had it, you probably have inherited that. But the important thing is you absolutely can do something about it. You absolutely, if you now respect the areas that your body has some weaknesses and you honor that and work around it, that's your pothole, work around it, you can live a long, healthy life. And I have to believe, Simon, that that has to be everybody's goal, is we want to live long and healthy lives. We want to be healthy in that last 10 years. And we're now in a society where chronic disease is overwhelming us and overwhelming our system and overwhelming, uh, we've lost the path for natural true health. And we don't want to live that last 10 years in sickness or feeling, you know, awful or, you know, who wants to die suddenly. But, you know, those are the things that occur. You want to be healthy right up until the end. And that and I believe that there is a path for that and that a key portion of that path is know your genetics and then you have to supplement. Our food supplies just do not have the nutrients in the many longer that they did 50 years ago to support what we need in our body. And so we now get sick because of deficiencies, which was my case. I was deficient in vitamins or toxicity, too much of something. And when that happens, your body's out of balance and it presents in very different ways. In one person, it might present as irritable, irritable gut. In another, it might be fatigue and depression. Our bodies, because we're such unique chemistry, it, it, could, it just presents in very different ways. And surprisingly, sometimes it can be the same toxin in an area, like I'm working with a, a, you know, one family and they're in the prairies in Canada and the family, one person had you know, cancer, another one Parkinson's, another um, uh, multiple sclerosis. And yet I think it's from the same toxins in the environment and the spraying and the chemicals that might've contributed to that. So you just need to detox that out. And then how do you supplement with really good nutrition? That's wonderful. And I think that I've had the conversation in my own nutritional practice with, with my clients in regards to them believing or thinking that because their parents or their grandparents went through a particular situation that that's their, that's their destiny and there's nothing they can do about it. But I always, you know, I always bring up the conversation about how we, we we inherit habits just as well as we inherit our genetics. So the way we eat, where we eat, how we eat, what we eat, you know, all these things are obviously very, very, very important. And we obviously inherit those habits primarily from our parents and our siblings. And those are things that we you know we're, we're repeating through each generation, which is obviously a, a really important part. And I also find it really powerful when people actually get the results in this you know this quantitative data that they can look at and see okay this is actually me and there's actually some data here rather than like you know the the type of subjective 
sensations that people might be feeling once they see those results and they've got them there and they've been explained by a health professional then it gives them that little bit more motivation i think connection to their kind of internal world a little bit you know starting that communication a bit I agree completely. So just because your family may have uh, died or been affected by heart disease or chronic disease, you can absolutely work around that. You, so you, you, but the, the problem is we don't know quite why they did. What we're trying to do is get under the surface and figure out why that might be the case. And then you truly can take action around that. You also mentioned we, in, we inherit habits. I got to tell you, I think that's the most fascinating part. Uh, that, that has really come out in the last year is, is we didn't, we thought you, you know, everything, you just inherited the code and everything else stripped off. We now know through, that epigenetic tags are inherited and that there's, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to throw a ballpark number of 20 to 30% of traits that came from your parents and grandparents and up through the line, stay attached to the DNA and, and show up in your life, which is why you get in a family, some kids who, who have the same athletic ability as, as, the, as the parents or the same interests in you know, um, gardening or, or uh, sewing or have the same issues of alcoholism and depression. So those, but it varies because sometimes some kids do and sometimes some kids don't, which is a bit of the true hope story. Some of those tags get inherited, but you can epigenetic tags are all everything you talk about regeneration in your blogs everything is regenerative everything you saw it in your dad's liver you know coming back with the transplant you can regenerate everything in your body can change it's just once it's out of balance it's harder and takes longer so you just need you need you need uh, consistency and a belief in seeing it through and that's what's so valuable with our results when you see ours they're they're in red and green Green is good, red is watch out. And sometimes we just need to see it to feel confident and believe it. And that's what, uh, that's what we're trying to do is help people, give them the evidence of why a particular behavioral or habit change is so important. Yeah, that simple green and red solution is really, it really gives, the, uh, gives you a bit more motivation and a little bit more like value and energy around like trying to like make that change, whether it's to consume less dairy or coffee or whatever that might be exactly. and, and you're right that the, the science is really relatively new when it comes to it's definitely epigenetics but even genetics itself is you know a really new new science and the the accessibility of being able to study it is again pretty new and yeah like there's some really interesting research and studies in regards to how we inherit ancestral trauma mm -hmm you know so it's yeah there's just some remarkable things out there and, and there's so much that we have control of that you know just given the right circumstances and the right information and you know doing the right tests you know testing and not guessing is obviously very very important but you can create you can get so much value about do, with doing these things and um we're obviously working with that health professional to help um translate a lot of the data can really you know help yourself begin to educate yourself in regards to yourself and your body and you know what what you can and can't do to um start feeling healthy and awesome because yeah you know who doesn't want to feel fantastic every day and spring out of bed i know i, I knew i know in my mid-20s i wasn't like that but i'm 37 now and I'm, I'm probably in the best shape of my life and yeah i wouldn't have i would not have been able to get there without l learning educating and you know playing around with with, with diet and things in my life Mm -hmm, exactly. I know that I will 
uh, live 10 years longer and healthier at least because of the path and the and the the learning that I've been on and just having this knowledge and and you know that feels good I've never felt better and healthier in my life than I do now as well and I would have to say I mean I'm going to come at it some of the uh, epigenetics as well remembering it's not just food exercise it's, it's also the exercise the sleep the stress I did create a rebalance in my lifestyle and say, how do I move from being this hard driving, you know, executive on 20 boards and committees into creating in my mornings? uh, I'm fortunate my kids are, you know, they're old, they're in college now, so they, you know, I don't have to get them to school in the morning anymore. Um, But I try to get up earlier and I spend uh, 30 to 60 minutes in the morning where I start out with, I call it gift gratitude, intention, forgiveness, and thoughtful action. And how do I just spend that quiet time in the morning and start my day with the way that I want my day to be so that I can help create that. And then I do just a little bit of yoga. And honestly, I just, I feel fantastic. That's great. Yeah. I mean, starting your day with some sort of clear intention with a a set of elevated emotions, you'd be very difficult not to have an awesome day Mm -hmm. if you started like that every day. That's wonderful. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the um, the sample kit? So, you know, I sent off a sample to DNA Power using the Total Power test kit, which I believe is four tests in one. Can you can you tell us a little bit about the test kits that you that you guys offer? Like what are the more common ones? And yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So what we do is we've looked at all of the science that actually has been around over decades around specific genes. And rather than it existing in, you know, labs and and research, what we have spent, you know, over a decade doing is compiling all of the most valuable documented scientific research on genes and which ones are linked to things such as, you know, weight issues or cardiovascular or uh, if you have these genes, you're more likely to have carbohydrate issues or vitamin issues. Those genes are pretty well studied, and that's what our work does is bring them together. So we look at four areas, diet, fitness, health, which is underlying things like detoxification and hormones and inflammation, because those are so important, uh, and brain wellness. So we have four areas, and in the one that we did with you, we, we usually recommend just do it all. If this is what you can learn about your body, just learn about all of it. And so you get results on 70 different areas, and it's green and red, and we'll see that when we look at your report, Simon. And where it's red, that's the stuff you focus on. That's where you've got some challenges, and that's your roadmap and your potholes to try and avoid. So um, we're looking at all of that, and then with our results, we, um, we always include uh, either ensuring a nutritionist like yourself reviews the results with somebody, just because we want to be sure you really get the best value or one of our nutritionists at DNA Power goes through the results with you to be sure you can understand how do you now convert uh, where this is read, we give you a specific recommendation of how you can use food or other things to support your health So it basically almost becomes a little bit like a shopping list. Here's the foods you need to uh, add to your diet to support these areas of a bit of weakness or supplements. And and then we just want to be sure you can think about how to adjust your habits to support that. Wonderful. So in regards to the kind of the, the, the specific testing, you know, you, you say that, you know, it's probably best to just, just to kind of do all of them because, you know, you can't, um 
be quite difficult to specify which one somebody should do and it's you know we need to be taking if we're going to look at like a you know a holistic nature of looking at every all the aspects that make up somebody's health it's obviously very important to take all of those things into consideration what do you think um you know why do you think people should really be interested in in taking in taking that on you know are there like any like real like is there a common thing people are looking to recover from like whether that's a pathology or you you know are people just like interested to check out their genetics to do the testing kit as kind of like a you know a fun funky thing to do or are people like i'm in trouble like i've tried everything under the sun i've spent four years trying to figure out what's going on going on and you know somebody comes across your website or gets recommended there like what's the what, what are kind of the common scenarios that someone find finds you well, in the early days, I think it was people who were curious and really liked working with data. But absolutely, the majority of our practice now is people who've got health issues and can't kind of get to the root of it. Like when you start to have gut issues or you're like you're feeling ill or you're tired or you're getting a chronic disease that's emerging or you're dealing with pain or weight loss, it's just hard to know where to go. It's hard to do everything right. And so what we're trying to do is help you find what are some of the keys, the, the unique things and patterns for your body that might be the clues? You know, for us, the starting point is diet. And so, you know, there's so much in the news around keto diets or high fat or low fat or, and everyone, I mean, if, honestly, if people haven't heard about different diets or tried different diets, then, you know, you're, you're, you're living in some beautiful little bubble somewhere. But, you know, when I hear people on various diets and, you know, should I be on that? I always go, it depends. I can see clearly in your genes, whether you've got the genes to process and metabolize carbohydrates or fats or proteins or vitamins or lactose or gluten. And so what you're doing is trying to see, is there a key that can help say where maybe over time your body has gotten out of balance and there's something that's creating some inflammatory um, distress in your, in your body that is now linking into, gee, I've got pain in this joint, or I've got a leaky gut. And so I can find in one person that they don't have, let's say they, they've got gluten issues that will show up. It can show up as psoriasis. It can show up as pain. It can show up as gut issues. It shows up differently in different people. So it's, if you go to the doctor, they may be giving you something for your skin, or it's a different approach for, for going through the medical side, which is again, important. But can you find a clue for the underlying part? And that's what we're trying to do uh, with this is, is A, have you got some issues and can we give you some underlying information that might help you make this journey easier and faster? And then second, I really encourage this for parents. Like our food supplies are so weak and we have so many toxins in our environment now, Simon. Our kids are starting out with hundreds of toxins in their body after they're born. Like, how can that be? And so our kids need every fighting chance you can give them because they're living in a, in a fairly toxic world now, including, you know, electromagnetic and these all of these energies that affect their body. In addition to our water isn't as pure and clean from the earth. We're not getting the trace minerals. We're not getting, we've got mass produced food that may or may not have nutrients. So our kids are getting sicker sooner than we did in my generation. And I'm a generation ahead of you where I still had some organic uh, food, 
but I grew up in, a, in, an, in an orchard area in the Okanagan in Canada, and I ended up, it was when they started spraying chemicals. And so I've been fighting. I have um, non-cancerous um, non uh, lumps throughout my body, which I believe comes from all the spraying in the orchards that I was exposed to as a kid. I used to run through chemicals to get to school. Um, and, but I'm fortunate because I know I don't have, um, I got really good cancer fighting genes. So this is why I have benign lumps in my body now. And actually they're reducing over time as I live a cleaner, healthier life. So that was a bit of a story within to say it's so important to support your kids as well. And if you have got health issues, you know, for sure, why, why wouldn't you want to check for a few hundred dollars if, if you can find some underlying causes? Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's incredibly affordable. And I think just in my experience of working with, with clients that nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 people have got some sort of level of leaky gut, which is a primary root of most disease. And yeah, I think anybody can really benefit from getting you know, real specific in regards to what's working for them and what isn't. Yes. So what I just want to mention, because on leaky gut, I believe most people have some leaky gut. I believe most people have uh, nutritional deficiency, vitamin deficiency and mineral deficiencies. It's just the way our food supplies are now. And part of the, these things can be genetic or acquired. So you've inherited some weakness or we acquire it. And part of the leaky gut is due to the fact that we have uh, genetically modified so much of our grains in North America and they don't fit our digestive system as well and it creates some issues. Uh, so both can occur and so the to your I'm just reinforcing that yes leaky gut is a core issue and sometimes we find the genetic reason for it and sometimes it can just be the foods that we've been eating absolutely and obviously the majority of us are coming from from Europe ancestrally and when we've you know GMO'd these crops they're completely they're basically foreign foreign organisms to what we would have you know what our, our genetics is used to dealing with so as you say about when our body is kind of constantly in this inflammatory state and you know, it's never really going to be able to heal you and make you thrive if it's constantly having to deal with those, you know, significant side issues. Exactly. Exactly. I do, you know, you asked a question earlier, I just want to reinforce and they're over there, but I just want to say that what we're talking about is it's just a cheek swab. It's like a, a, a fancy medical Q-tip that you rub on the inside of your cheeks we mail it to your house and you mail it back and everything's done, you know, virtually. So this is an easy process just in case people are wondering how does this work? It's super easy to do and, and non-invasive and you don't need to go give blood or, you know, cut out part of your cells to make this happen. So it's really easy. Yeah. And I can attest to that. You know, I, I had it done and, and, and um, ready to get sent in the mail in, in like you know, five minutes. Instructions are super clear. It's a super easy process. And yeah, that was going to kind of be my next question in regards to like, you know, what can people expect? But perfect. Yes. Yeah, it's a really simple process. I, I had a question in regards to the, the kind of security and protection of because at the end of the day, I'm sending you my genetic information, which, you know, depending on your opinion, you know, can be valuable. So I just I, I was I was interested in regards to like what type of security measures are, are in place for 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 that. OK, first, what I want to say is when we're collecting the genetic material, when it goes to our lab, which is a, a top Canadian lab, super, you know, it, it works with hospitals in all kinds of different areas. It's it's uh, highest of standards. We only collect the 200 pieces of data that we need. You have three billion um, DNA codes and we're only collecting 
uh, and there's about 10 to 30 million that differ. So when, when the testing goes in, all we do is we target the specific spots. We want to know which letters you have. So when I get that data, if anybody had that data, other than running it through our sophisticated IT systems, it's virtually useless. And uh, because we're not trying to clone you, Simon. No, <laughs> so, okay. And we don't have the ability to do any of that. So I'm only collecting the few hundred pieces of tiny bits of letters that I need. And what anyone else could do with that, I have no idea. But your security is also um, important in that um, you're, you're, we, we destroy the genetic material after it's, it's, we've, we've run our testing. The information that goes to the lab only has a barcode on it. Your name never goes to the place where this is processed. It's neutral. They don't take your data. Our commitment is we don't uh, sell the data. So we, we're we not in the business of that. We're in the business of preventative health. There are other companies out there where you do want to check if your data is being used. They say for research, but honestly, it's being sold for different purposes. That's why their tests are cheaper, because they're making their money off of selling your data. So we, we try to work as efficiently as we can to give you what we need, uh, just what you need to learn exactly what can be helpful for you. So that's that side. Um, the information is only available through us. Uh, we have double encrypted IT systems. I was in technology before, so all of the data is safe. And, uh, and also there are uh, genetic laws in place that nobody can discriminate against you uh, for any genetic weaknesses. So if you discover you have carbohydrate genetic weakness, you know, nobody, well, A, what is anyone going to do with that? But they still can't uh, discriminate against you. So there's laws in place in Canada and the US for that. Great. That's a perfect answer. I feel safe and secure with, uh, with all of that. That's great. And I don't think the world could handle another one of me. So that's great. <laughs> don't claim me. Um, what are the more common health concerns that you see resolved with this type of exploratory um, testing? Well, I'm going to say the first thing is that it's unique for everybody. So out of the 70 areas, I actually never quite know what I'm going to get. So it's hard to advise. But the things that we help with is which um, is which foods might be irritating you and so therefore causes inflammation. And so the things that we deal with are weight, people who have weight gain and can't figure out how to lose the weight, uh, pain, where is that source of that pain and inflammation pain coming from? And then we know inflammation is toxic to our bodies. And once your body has an inflammatory response, it emerges through a leaky gut, uh, it, through um, discomfort, uh, through headaches, um, through uh, uh, you know colitis, celiac, IBD. I mean, those are some of the common ones. Psoriasis, uh, eczema, um, asthma. So there's lots of things, but I would say the most common are dealing with weight, uh, dealing with um, uh, pain and dealing with fatigue would be the three most common things we see coming from people because most people when we're nutrient deficient will experience one of those things. Wonderful. And you touched on this a little bit already, but what type of like ongoing support does DNA Power offer? We generally will just provide you with the results and then we will give you a nutritional consult. At any point, you can come back and work with one of our nutritionists. But we try to make this, put this in your hands so that this is, this is your responsibility. And go and work with your local coach or practitioner, whether it be a nutritionist or, or a fitness trainer, and give them this information 
to help work with your body. And if they don't understand it, I'm always happy for us to follow up with a call with them to help them understand it so that they can use it as well. But our belief is we want to put this and empower you to just know this. And really most people leave with here are the five to 10 things I need to know for my lifetime. And I always say, print out your summary results and, and action plan so that every now and then you pick it up and go, oh yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to be, yeah, I've been bad about taking my vitamins or yeah, I've been cheating and having pizza and I'm not good with carbs and gluten and okay, I know better. And so we say, just have that at your desk or your bedside to remind you. But we also encourage people to work with nutritionist practitioners like yourself. Yeah, I think that's very important. And I, th I think the I think the, the information you've sent me in regards to my results, really easy to follow. I mean, there's a lot of pages because there's a lot of information, but it's really easy to follow and the recommendations are super clear. And I think just from my perspective in regards to working with someone to support you is to figure out how you can slowly bring these new changes into your life. I know that a lot of people who let's take the diet industry, for example, if you read about a new diet and you want to, you want to you know, do it, you know, you're making a, a lot of new changes into your already busy routine. And if you do that on such a high scale, you know, you kind of inevitably going to fail because it's very, very difficult to keep that up. So working with a coach or a, um, a nutritionist, so you can slowly start bringing these things in and figuring out what's working and working around your own circumstances and your own work schedule and everything. I think that's a really important place to, to, to gain some support as well. Yes. Well, you'll see on our, um, it's interesting that we finally are starting to get longer term studies on nutrigenetics about how these impact. And so one of the ones we write about on our blogs is the DNA diet versus a keto diet. And over a two year study, people lost more weight on keto initially, but it's so hard to maintain that their recidivism, like falling back was just way higher. So over two years, you had fewer changes, but more consistent results because you were working with your body on a DNA diet versus a keto or other diets. Yeah, I think you'd see very similar results against any fad diet, absolutely. And yeah, that's a really important point that you know you would you would feel and you get those type of results very very quickly as you implement and you've got the motivation, but very very difficult to keep up those things in the long term, especially when you've got decades of pre-existing subconscious habits working for you. Let's uh, let's get into my results. Are you ready for that? We can do some screen sharing and uh, see where I'm going wrong and see what I'm doing well as well. It's good Fantastic, can't wait. So for those who are listening audio, I'll try and talk you through the results. And for those who have the ability to see this on one of your channels that has video, you'll see the, the red and the green, but I'll talk some of that through. So I'm gonna share my screen here and uh, pop up your results, get this here. And uh, we have a lot of information as Simon says, um, we, provide a summary report. It's still um, 18 pages, but we recommend print this one out because this gives you all the others uh, information. You don't even need to go into the other four reports, but we like to provide that for background just so if you want to dig into your specific areas, you can. So when we go into this, we tell you a little bit why DNA is important. Here's the four different reports we're going to walk through. And just to know that we have it set up in red and green, where green is normal and red is a variation. And the variation doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that's how your code is set up. 
So remember when you get these results, it doesn't mean that you have an issue. It means this is an area you have a predisposition or a potential for an issue. And what we have learned through our clients over time is that as you age, these are where the areas, these are the areas that tend to pop up. Okay. Now, interesting in your results, uh, Simon, you actually have really good genetics. I was, it's some of the best results I've seen in a while, but you have two major potholes. You have two critical areas in your results um, that we're going to talk to. But I'm going to start here and first of all, and show that actually Simon is one of those people that can get, who, who can have any combination of diet and do well. It doesn't matter if you're on carbs, fats, proteins, you do well on a balanced diet. I see people who have very red in carbohydrates and I know they should be on more of a keto diet or they're very red in fats. I know then that they need to have a low fat diet in order to, uh, a high quality uh, low fat diet in order to um, be well. Or people who are very red in the proteins, and this one isn't particularly big for you, um, Simon, in protein, it's a little bit redder. It just means that more regular sources of protein throughout the day, plant-based, e easily absorbable, are good for you. So it's good to have a little bit of seeds or nuts or other things just to keep your body uh, absorbing protein on a regular basis. And so what happens is where it's red, we generate a recommendation on what you should be doing. And so that information will show up. But all of this information is great. Um, really, this is one of the best results I've seen in a while on how you manage your macronutrients in your diet. So that's your good news. Right. So we're going to move now into some of your, into your, your, here's your first red flag. So when I pop onto this next page of food tolerances, you can see lactose is completely red. So the two critical genes that digest lactose, you, do, you did not inherit the ones that break this down, the genes that break it down through genetics. That means whenever you have lactose, so if you were a big dairy eater drinker, over time, it is likely to convert into um, weight gain because your body isn't breaking it down efficiently or into inflammation, which can lead to, to pain. And so, it's not that you can't have lactose. What it means is that you need to have exceptional gut health to process that lactose and or you need um, something else in your diet that helps to break it down in your gut so that it doesn't, so that it gets some help. So what I see for people in my generation who have this is that they got away with milk because we were all as Canadians raised on lots of dairy and how much dairy you should have. But as you start hitting your 30s and your 40s, when I got my results, mine is about 50-50, I discovered that lactose, not only did the vitamin Bs affect my hormones and my, how my body was working, but when I realized I needed to reduce the lactose in my diet, the two of those, I just suddenly dropped 10 pounds, which I didn't, I didn't talk to you about. It was the, I was doing the pound, two pounds a year gain in my 40s. And then once I realized, oh, okay, lactose is an issue, and I pulled that out, plus the vitamin Bs, that rebalanced my body, and I ended up losing this 10 pounds that I had gained. So for you, Simon, um, tell me, have, are you much of a lactose? How much lactose is in your diet? Not a lot. I mean, I might have a couple of small yogurts as like a kind of high-fat meal that's a little bit later in the day where I don't really want to have a bunch of carbohydrates before i go to sleep other than that it's pretty minimal i don't consume a, a lot of cheese but it's uh, no it's that's interesting because 
I, uh, I've had periods in my life where I've, I've consumed a lot of lactose and I would definitely attribute that to some gut symptoms. But considering I don't consume much of it now, like I don't see when I do consume lactose in those kind of smaller quantities, my body's got the ability to produce probably some lactase to take care of it. It there's there's no problem. But I'm sure like if I was to do an experiment and like just go yogurt nuts for a couple of days, then I would feel those feel those symptoms pretty quickly. Yes. Well, what I want to just comment about with uh, yogurt is that yogurt isn't bad because it comes with its own bacteria. That's the whole benefit of yogurt is it has its lactobacillus and other things that are great for your gut. So it can break itself down and your gut needs some of those things in it. But if you are having a yogurt that is uh, sweetened or has other stuff in it, you're, you're, you're just, you're going to be doing some different types of damage in the gut. So as long as you're eating a very wholesome, no sugar, um, yogurt, your body, given your health, will be able to manage it. Great. So, so that's kind of your first big flag. You shouldn't be, you know, like dairy should not be a, a big staple for you. Um, and then the second, but you know, yogurt is good. We need good gut health. Yeah. So I, I, I'm supportive of that. You're right. Um, no issue with glutens. But remembering that North American grains are different than European grains, so you do. We all have to be careful about uh, gluten and and uh, in our diets in North America. So you don't have poor gluten genes, but if you're eating poor quality gluten or too much gluten, because our breads have like sometimes five times the amount in North America of Europe, you can create an issue. So that's an acquired issue sometimes for people's gut. I have a quick question for you, Lois. So say if I didn't know anything about nutrition. And I did this test and I got these results back and I saw that my alcohol and caffeine was green, 100% good to go. Um, I, I could see somebody looking at that and being like, all right, I can drink as much as I want and I can drink as much coffee as I want because my genetics are going to take care of it. What would you what would you say in response to that? Everything in moderation. Okay. So, you know, I still have my glasses of wine. I try to drink more organic, um, less treated wines with less nitrates. So we actually will use the places where we can make our own wine and have less in it. So, you know, the great thing is the healthier you are, the, the more you can get away with some, some vices. Um, with the alcohol one, you do, if, you, if it's red, you have a higher link to disease that can create. create. And every, we know anybody who drinks too much is going to be toxic on your body. It is toxic. And so um, a tiny little bit of super healthy alcohol can help with gut. Like that's how Northern Europeans, you know, through beers and things help digest, but they weren't treated and preserved and there weren't chemicals in it in, in those days. Um, so a little bit's okay. What this means when it's all green caffeine is that you process uh, caffeine normally and you've got a normal metabolism. Interesting, if you look down here, you'll see you have a strong caffeine preference. Do you like caffeine? I love having a couple of coffees a day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, there's, there's genes that actually indicate when you prefer things and how you taste foods. And you have one that is red in caffeine, which says, first, you metabolize it well, so you're okay, but you probably really like coffee. <laughs> mine, are, mine are worse in that I'm half red on caffeine, and as soon as I have two cups of coffee, your, my body doesn't break it down, so the, the caffeine layers... And I can't get it out and I am wired. So I have to limit myself to one cup. It's funny, when I was in corporate, I used to drink all of this coffee all day because I would be so exhausted from these other health issues. And then I would be so stressed 
And once I took, realized the caffeine, I didn't realize the caffeine was causing this tension in my body and actually contributing to my heart palpitations and my stress. I, I, and you know, when you see the results, you go, oh, well, that was obvious. How come I couldn't have figured out that caffeine was my problem? <laughs> um, but it's so funny how we sometimes miss the obvious. So, Absolutely. Salt, you want to be a bit careful about because we're going to see your other big red flag later in your report. And there's a little bit of, of some red flags on stroke and cardiovascular. And so you want to just be careful of only having high quality mineralized salts. Never buy table salt pretty much for anybody. Um, only buy the salt that has these beautiful, rich sea or other minerals in it that can provide some things that our body might need and use it more sparingly for you. Um, okay. Simon, and I see you've also potentially have got a risk for higher sugar cravings. Once a person gets really healthy and their gut is healthy, they don't crave as much. Do you like do you like sugar? Absolutely. Well, I do. I used to drink have a lot of sweets when I was a kid, and even in my early twenties. And it's actually something that I've significantly cut out over the past couple of months. Literally zero. Right. So I have this super craving for it. So it's something I have to be really conscious and aware of because quite clearly my genetics want me to consume sugar you, you have genetics that are have got variations that like to consume sugar that had a purpose way 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 back in our in our ancestry where we needed to seek out the berries and the things to provide the sugar now we have an overload of sugar and fats in our diet um, so there is a history to these genetic variations that probably helped your our ancestors survive and that's why they're here we just live in a completely different environment now and most of us are a potpourri now of genetics from different areas and cultures and so that's why this is so useful to figure out interesting so most of your tastes are normal it's interesting here um, do you like salt because your salt taste is um not as high and so sometimes when people can't taste it they want more plus you have a little bit of a, a desire for salt so Anyway, I'll just flag that for okay. you. You should just be a little bit careful about it. Thank you. And then moving into the last area in this report is vitamins. Now your vitamins are again, not bad, but as you can see, um, it's around 20 to 30%, uh, 40% for all of the vitamins, which means it doesn't flag in the recommendations. They flag at 50%. I should say that most people's reports are a third red Yours are less than that, which is, again, just you, you inherited some good stuff there. Um, so when I see report like this, Simon, where it's just a bit red, I say, you know what, take a multi. Just, and I actually believe everybody should take a multi. But if you take a multi, the areas where you've got a few genetic weaknesses in absorbing those particular vitamins, you can just, it just needs a little bit more support. And you can see here your B6, it's a single vitamin, so it kind of over reports this one a bit but it just means watch out in these areas. Your methylation is not bad in your Bs. Um, but as we age, most people need a bit more vitamin B, particularly women, as soon as they hit their 40s, we don't absorb and process as much Bs as we need. So most women, once they hit perimenopause, should be taking a uh, complex vitamin B supplement. So that's, that's an important just piece to know. And for kids who are having issues, I just recommend get your kids on some, some vitamins, make sure if it's chewy, it doesn't have too much sugar, try and get something natural, like a, a stevia or something in it. But in general, again, very good results here, um, Simon. So your, mm -hmm. your red flag is uh, definitely lactose and just be a wee bit careful with salt and perhaps take a multi. So when I go into your action plan, 
it, it, we had protein was half red. So it just says you might want to add a little bit. Here's a direct recommendation. Consider eating smaller, more frequent amounts of proteins, which are easier for your body to digest, including plant-based proteins such as beans, lentils, peas, quinoa, fish, cottage cheese, eggs, maybe some protein powders, needs such seeds and sea vegetables. So we try and give you a whole bunch of food suggestions so that something in there might resonate with you that I could, you could add to your diet. So what I have, I have that one. Um, I love this, you know, one of the, I love those trail mixes. And so I'll have that by my desk and I'll just snack a bit more on seeds and nuts during the day to just get a little bit more of protein throughout uh, the day. In my, I do some um, uh, intermittent fasting. So I'll try and do that just in the afternoon while I'm working. That's great. Yeah, I've done, I, I've, I've done a diet that basically where it says the protein need there and the kind of the smaller, more frequent portions of protein. I've done uh, diets that have been like based around that concept and I and I, I have more energy than I knew what to do with once I was doing that. And I've definitely slacked off on that in the last couple of years. But again, like seeing that there and then resonating with the, the things I've had in my history, I'm like, okay, that's just given me so much more motivation to, to do that practically now. And it's, it's in my conscious thought now, which is really great. Exactly. And that's where I say print these pages out and physically have them to remind, ah, I should do a bit more protein. Yes, lactose, watch what I'm having, only have good quality. Watch my salt and watch my sugar. Like that's your roadmap right there, Simon. That is your lifetime genetic roadmap to support your DNA and be working with it, not against it. So if somebody had more, you know, more red on being on kind of the other side of the spectrum, there would be, you know, a much bigger action plan. Correct. They'll just have a lot more actions. And you'll see that in a couple of other areas in your report where there's a little bit more. And when we go to vitamins, you only have one. Normally, I see people have quite a lot more in these areas that they should be focused on. But, you know, we say B6. In general, I would say, Simon, once you hit your 40s, you may want to think about a bit more vitamin B. It does help the energy, the cell. You know, there's so many things that helps balance. And for women in particular, I usually recommend. So someone who's under a lot of stress burns bees. And somebody who is, uh, you know, women moving into perimenopause have, you know, just need a bit more B support. Would you recommend taking that as a complex or specifically B6? Do you know, I've learned over time for me, it's funny, you know, I, I mentioned I'm an adoptive parent. I couldn't uh, conceive. And I now know from my genetics that my problem is B9, folate, folic acid. And I need probably four times the amount of folic acid of others Actually, B12 isn't my issue. So I take a complex B some of the time because just to supplement a number of areas, but I can get overloaded on B12 if I take a complex all the time. I try and focus, you know, I've got a methylated, you know, here's one of my methylated um, uh, methyl folates, which is this B9 and B6 is a bit of an issue. So I need the precursors. I need the 269 which triggers the 12, which triggers the iron, which supports my oxygen. So I have, I know through my genetics here, but I've learned over time that just, I, I just need extra more B9 than the others. All right. And you can see here, you just need to put a little bit more of, you know, spinach, bell peppers, cauliflower, um, walnuts, cereals, bananas, sweet potatoes, sunflower seeds in your diet, and you'll boost this B6 piece that you need. Yeah, that's great to have, you know, you know, obviously it's a supplement option as well, but the, the, the array of different vital nutrients that come with consuming whole foods is, is very, very powerful. It's always more bio, bio available to us when we eat it as a real food. 
but I just, I maintain that we just aren't getting in at our foods, which is why I love, uh, you know, what True Hope is doing with all of its different line, because they have over time looked to see which areas can we see that mental health or, or you know, are, are affecting, and we are missing trace minerals, we're missing uh, certain things, and, you know, we, we know that that manifests in certain um, chronic disease. So, you know, I, again, I really am impressed with some of the research that you've done in those areas. Yeah, we've we basically released each product on the on the premise that we've seen a big gap, not necessarily in the market, but we've quite clearly seen that, that there are people are struggling in these areas and we need really good quality, well-sourced, well-researched, bioavailable products. And that's basically the, the catalyst for every single one of our of our products. I, and and I, I, see, I can see that for, for our clients that there's places that they need the support. So I love when I see high quality products. I tend to prefer, you know, you can go to use some of the drugstore brands, you know, the ones that are just on the shelf, but really you just want to do some research on getting the best quality um, support that you can for vitamins and minerals. And if you've got a specific issue that's already manifesting, then look for targeted products like, like True Hope makes. And honestly, there's so much about mental wellness we didn't even get into. I'll show you, there's a few genes in here uh, that are linked directly to Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, and um, again, you don't have them. You've got the normal profile, uh, Simon, but about 25% of people we see, I can tell when they've got the, it's called the APOE genes linked to cardiovascular cholesterol issues, placking in the body and in the brain. And they just have to shift their diet and diet absolutely can be the answer. Alzheimer's we now know is more like um, diabetes three and you can, you can manage it and the outcomes just through a different sort of diet. Your body just needs a different diet. Very so, cool. In health power, we're looking at detoxification and hormone health. Your detoxification genes are not bad. So you, and when I, I go back and look at the genes right at the back and I look which are, where could there be some poor genes that are affecting, even though it's 50-50 on a couple of these, it's not that bad. So this is pretty good for what I see on detoxification. But interesting, on hormone health, you have more red, which means you have to be more careful in your food sources because if you are having dairy or meat that has hormones or antibiotics, your body does not regulate it or, and, and eliminate it as easily. So if you now add that into your body, you've, you've got weaker genes to support managing that and you could be getting a little bit of a hormone imbalance. We see this uh, more so for women who are on, uh, on the pill or are, who are adding extra hormones in their body. If their genes are poor here, we, they have to be careful that it doesn't affect their fertility or affect um, a buildup of estrogens or metabolites in their body that could lead to some sort of a, of a cancer or, or difficulties with terrible periods and other things. So it's just when I see it's a bit redder here. Um, if you were a woman, I'd be saying be very careful on, about your types of, of, you know, how you manage your uh, birth control or fertility. And in your case here, you know, the recommendations, and we'll flip to them, will be around uh, what you need to do is just have hormone-free meat and dairy, produce full of herbicides, pesticides, and other chemicals, because those don't work through your body quite as well, and it can throw your hormones off. That's fascinating. I, I've got a question in regards to, you know, say, you know, I, 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 send, my, I send my sample off, I get this awesome action plan, then I spend maybe like six months you know, going through my recommendations. If I did another test 
would my results be different? They will not. So that's the great thing go. about this test. You only yeah. do it once. The, the testing that currently is available has previously been available to us has been blood tests and your blood is different. It can be different. Your vitamin B will test different if you've had a banana um, because it's, your, it's a point in time. And so the great thing with the blood results is it can show you some markers in some specific areas over time. Your stool, trying to see if you're missing certain uh, gut um, bacteria, those are improving to give us more information. You can do some urine tests for hormones and that can help, but those are all points in time and they tell you if your body is in or out of balance now. I can't tell you that. All I can tell you is here, Simon, this is your body's blueprint and roadmap. And these are the areas you are more likely to have issues in. And specifically, these are the areas you're, like, you're more likely to have issues in. But I cannot tell you if it's better or worse for you right now. And you don't have to do this test again. It will not change. Yeah, that's why I think that's so incredibly valuable. You know, I've done a lot of gut testing with multiple companies, primarily Viome. And when I've got my clients initial results and we kind of look at where they're at primarily with their diversity of uh, microbial species and then we, we 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 get into a program for sometimes three or even six months or even 12 months in some cases and then we test again and they can see the results of their efforts so powerful so helpful but what's really cool about this is you know this is this is purely looking at my genetic structure and letting me know like what works for me and what doesn't and that's this is a really really helpful summary of of me it is so here's you know again so um i'm going to just flip through we're going to go through the rest pretty quickly you have a little bit of uh, extra red here on inflammation it's not at that 50 percent point but i would be you should be aware that when this one is when you're eating things that don't agree with your body you will have some immune and inflammatory response you have decent cancer fighting, you know, tumor can genes here. It's not bad, but you don't want to be abusing your body because a few of the weaker ones can pop up. But in general, it's pretty good. And this process called methylation is really just how well um, the the you're able to your body, can, your cells can use the energy and take the the nutrients and use them as they should. And B12 is an essential process. We put this in here because lots of naturopaths like to have this methylation information. Yours are 50-50 for the most part because we're just testing a single gene and it's not bad. Um, a little bit of support. Occasionally, it just shows that occasionally some B12 might be useful for you. This is not an area I'm particularly worried in, but it does give you, as you can see, recommendations for all of it. And basically, it says you need some B12 in your diet, perhaps, you know, eggs, some seafood, nutritional yeast, maybe grass-fed, you know, meat or dairy, in your case, no dairy, <laughs> and um, it, otherwise use a methylated B vitamin complex. And so mo it really is similar across all of that, or some dark leafy greens, some folates uh, into your diet. So that's really what it's saying here. Great. You'll see, um, yeah, so those are just, you'll, you'll you get lots of some food recommendations in there as well. So I'm going to move now quickly into the last couple of areas, fitness. So <clears throat> what does this tell us about your fitness genes? In the first area, endurance and power are mutually exclusive. So because when one is greener, the other one is going to be redder. And this says you have a slight preference probably for endurance type of activities. So swimming, biking, yoga, hiking, etc. Then going to the gym and being a power lifter or sprinting and doing, you know, these super hit, you know, athletic classes. 
likely it's somewhat balanced, but you probably prefer a bit of endurance. What do you that's, do for exercise? That's then? that's exactly right. I prefer playing soccer and running around and you know doing these more endurance activities rather than yeah, I'm not a big gym fan to be honest. And you know so, yeah. that's that's how your body is built. And so if people are working with personal trainers, you use this information to say, this is how my body responds and gets faster and better results. It's not that you can't do the power. It's just going to take more out of you because your genes aren't set up for it. So looking at injury and recovery, great genes here, a little bit of care on your tendons over time, just because there's a couple of genes that could be in trouble, but your ligaments, muscles, muscle repair, all good. Exercise performance, also good. Good blood pressure, energy availability, metabolism, and oxygen. These are great. Again, well set up. But now we're going to the next page, and we've got one of your red flags again. There are two genes that we look at that are linked to stroke, and you, those are, you have those markers. That is not all that's linked to stroke. All it means is, you know, you want to be more careful in this area, Simon, and should... You know, so this is just your motivation that exercise will help mediate um, your stroke risk. And, and same, there's a little bit here on cardiovascular health. So exercise is just going to be great for you. But you don't want to be crazy and decide, well, I'm going to go and, you know, run an Ironman now without me having checked your body out first. So if you're a personal trainer using these results with your client and you see this, you just want to be sure that you've looked after some basic health things first checked the record of the family to see is there anything there and just make sure that it's it won't flag so should you be worried no should you use this as a caution yes wonderful great and so we give a little bit of recommendations there just you know aerobic activity should be moderate don't go and kill yourself or if you do be sure you're under the care of a physician to do that <laughs> limit alcohol and sodium great and then finally, we go into brain. I did talk about this already, where we do test for Alzheimer's because we believe that so much of the brain and the mental health is linked to diet and exercise and other things. So we try to test some of the genes that are related to that and give you some insight. So if you have high Alzheimer's, we know you need to be on a high quality fat, not saturated fat diet and that we can do some things to adjust your diet to make sure you're working and supporting what your body needs. When I look at this one and I see that's high for Alzheimer's concussion and concussion because they're linked. For anyone who's got kids, I say be really careful about your kids in any sort of uh, contact sports. And if your child has those APOE genes and gets a concussion, you need to seek immediate help. And our system is not very sophisticated yet on supporting concussion. <clears throat> I, I know you've got some phenomenal stuff. You need supplements immediately that increase the flow to the brain. Things like lion's mane and things I've, uh, I've seen in some of your supplements at True Hope. Those are so important for rejuvenating and recovering the brain, getting the rest so it can clear the plaques out. Because what happens is when you've got the plaquing gene and you have trauma to the brain, it plaques and it can't get rid of the plaques out of that area and it builds up and it creates more damage over time. So you're trying to do things that create the brain flow, the blood, the blood flow, the brain neuro regenerating. So now back to the DNA, not your problem. You don't, you will re respond normally on these, uh, Simon. Um, but I'm, I know I have clients where we really put a different program in place because we learned that. Here, your cortisol is good, depression genes are good, emotional eating is good, Parkinson's good. All of those things are great, not an area of worry for you. 
Um, but I don't know until I test your genes about whether it is something that you should be focused on. So that's that's kind of the big run through. We've got you know your recommendations. You have a few pages I'd say print out uh, on this report so that you can remind yourself. And um, that's kind of your run through. Um, so Simon, I always ask people, what are your takeaways? What do you have to remember for your unique genetics? I certainly have to be very cautious of lactose and primarily salt i suppose and i should uh, be working with my genetics in regards to my exercise regime as well because it's obviously going to support the um the stroke factor i suppose but you know i'm really looking forward to printing that off and really going through that with a, with a, a fine tooth comb and i'm sure my um my brothers in europe will be interested to listen to this and i'm sure they're going to have i'll be interested to see what their results would look like in comparison to a sibling okay. but um I think just like even though my results are decent and pretty good, I definitely have you know work to do, and I have things I need to be conscious of and be aware of because you know we all get busy and stressed at times. So it's important that we work with our genetic factors and work with what um, we've been we've been given. So yeah, I really I really appreciate you going through with that going through that with me. It was really really eye opening and fascinating, and and I'm sure this is going to inspire a lot of people to to um, delve. A little bit deeper into their makeup so we do have an offer for your clients so we do have a, a 50 dollars off the test canadian is 4.99 that includes uh you know 45 minutes with a nutritionist but we wanted to give you 50 50 off for anybody who's listened to this podcast just put true hope in the coupon or promo code area and you, you know you can get some discount uh to encourage you to consider uh learning about your genetics and again as we say the great thing is you do it once and I, I, again, I love what you're doing with True Hope with your uh, supplements because we see that when there is issues, it's often linked to some deficiencies or toxicity. And what we can do with these minerals and vitamins is help to supplant that so that our body then has the nutrients it needs to stay and be healthy. Wonderful. Yeah. And I'm going to put all the information in regards to that coupon code and how you can connect with Lois. But do, do you want, what's the best? What's the be Where is the best place for people to connect with you and your work? What we're going to, you can come to our website, dnapower.com. We're going to give you actually a link um, that uh, that is that shows us that people listen to this podcast and helps just to identify to make sure that they can put in that coupon, coupon code for the True Hope and get the discount if they're interested. You know, we're supporters. If you have, if, if uh, finances are an issue, you can um, use Diet Power. It's $2.99, so that saves you some money, but we don't have a consultation with that. But sometimes that's a starting point for people where I know, you know, money is an issue. Uh, we try to do fair value for people. So again, we don't sell your data. We keep everything private. So we try to um, do it at a rate that we can cover our costs because genetic testing is expensive, but give you great value that you can use to live a healthier life. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll make sure all that information is in our show notes. And I really um, inspire people to really consider taking these tests on because just going through them and looking at the results, you really actually get this. It's quite a, a new and interesting sensation of being connected to my genetics and connected to the inside world because obviously can't see what's going on. But if I've got some data that's, you know, connecting me closer to that, it's going to really inspire me to, um, you know, take control of my health and I'm getting, you know, getting closer towards 40 and I want to be running around with my grandkids at 80 years old. And that's a big motivation for me 
personally to be to be doing all of these things so yeah i certainly inspire people to uh to get involved in that but thank you so much again for joining us lois i really appreciate your time today delighted and thanks keep doing the great work that you're doing and and encouraging people to live uh, as healthy and natural life as they can beautiful i appreciate that yeah and any information we've spoken about in this episode will be in our show notes don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet thank you so much for listening everybody this is true hope cast the official podcast of true hope canada we will see you next week